Welcome back to Inside the Green Room with Har- with Danny Green. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Harrison Sanford. What's yeah. up? We're doing handshakes all over again. Jesus, all right. <laughs> uh, on today's show, we have an interview with Max is Nice, a basketball influencer on social media. If you don't know him, get familiar. And Read, rate, subscribe, review. And we also have a football, National Football League Hall, Hall of, Famer, of Famer. Andre Reid in the yes. building to talk about the Rams, the Chargers. And a losing, Super Bowl experiences. Losing four straight Super Bowls. This is six Super Bowl experiences. You have to keep putting the losing always. That's what happened. Is what happened. Experience. It did happen, but we'll just keep that out. Yeah. Keep it positive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it, was a, it should be a lot of fun. But Danny, before we get to that, yes, um, is 2020 now. It is 2020. And I saw a video of you on the jumbotron recently, mm-hmm. and I heard your New Year's resolution. If you would p- please so tell the fans what <laughs> you are. I don't have a New Year's resolution. Well, to make more shots. It's always to make more shots. Okay. It's always to play better. It's always to make more shots. And obviously. Help my team win and win a championship. So you, so you lied to the Staples Center f- faithful? I probably did. Um, <laughs> that video that was probably taken was before the season started, media day. Okay. Um, but it's probably true because I cut back each year on everything that I do uh, that are called sins. Okay. I wouldn't necessarily call it a sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more of a pleasure. Uh, was it the cut back on sweets? Is that what it was? Cut back on desserts. Okay. Are you cutting back on desserts? I've cut back each year. Um, I wouldn't say okay. it started yet. We'll start again <laughs> next year. Okay. Okay. It's day, it's day five or six mm-hmm. after the new year, and I'm already fucking up. Might as well start in 2021. But no, we'll start cutting back uh, usually around the Lent times, mm-hmm. the Lent days. Okay. Give up something for 40 days. It won't be desserts, but I'll cut back on it. Mm-hmm. I did do that one year, give up desserts, the hardest thing I ever did. Yeah, you like your desserts. Yeah, man. It's okay. important. It's the most, um, most important Do part. Do not say it's the most important of the It's the happiest of... part of my day. It's okay. breakfast and okay. dessert. I thought you were about to say the most important meal of the day. I breakfast is the most happiest breakfast <laughs> and dessert. I okay. need my pancakes, waffle, French toast, some eggs, syrup, and then after dinner, dessert. Speaking about being happy, recently, and thankfully, this, this side of Danny is coming out for all the Lakers fans to see, mm-hmm. you're starting to dance more during the pregame. Uh, I think we all dance. We all have fun. It's coming out our more team, now. Our team has a great time, man, and we're enjoying it. I think that's what makes it this experience this season that much more fun, not just the winning part, but I think that's why people are enjoying us more because we're having fun and we're winning, but we're also having fun together, and that's what is more important to us. Even when we lose, our group is together, um, and you know we have a good chemistry. Our locker room is, is amazing. and um, So regardless of end of the day, end of the year, win or lose, um, this is an experience is probably the most fun I've had in a, it's in a long time in the locker room. Really? Yeah. I would think, okay, I'm not saying that. I'm, that's surprising because in San Antonio, mm-hmm. you had a bunch of personalities from all over the world, all yeah. over the globe, which I thought would have and been And we all vibe, we all learned from each other. You had a young other. locker room in Toronto last year, which I'm sure Toronto was fun, was fun. Yeah. Um, San Antonio said it's... There, when I was there, I was one of the younger guys. It was more older guys. Everybody had families. Mm. Nobody really hung out as much off the... I mean, in the gym and arena, we got along with great best friends, professionally. We learned a lot about each other's cultures and families and everything. Um, and we got along. But it wasn't as much as going to dinners and hanging out and going out and doing stuff like that. Toronto, we did a little more of that. Um, but here, we do everything together, man. It's, it's, it's kind of like how I felt when I was back in college type thing. Mm. So... Um, you know, I know Brian's never got that experience. He's probably, you know, wondering what it's like. But 
I think wherever he goes, he kind of brings that experience. Him and AD, obviously, are the two leaders of it, and make sure everybody, make everybody feel comfortable, you know, chiming in or speaking or saying something in the group chat or bringing something to their attention or bring events. Everybody supports each other, and we do everything together. And everybody knows what's going on, um, whether it's a movie screening or a kid's birthday, mm. or you know, us going out to dinner or us going, you know, to hang out here or do this or do that. So um, that's great. You know, it's it's said. Even though we're winning, even if we were losing, I would say in the locker room, probably the most fun I've had since college or that type of bond since college. Oh, that. Toronto is very close. Toronto is very close, too. Respect. Yeah. Um, with that being said, if you're having so much fun, I'm thinking about your Cleveland days with LeBron. And mm-hmm. there was a dance that you guys used to do. We had fun do. then, too, yes. Has, have you talked about no, any pregame not. rituals with LeBron? We have like not that? talked about it. Um, we're trying to have fun and keep it professional as best we can. Um, you know, we're kind of old, so that takes a lot of energy to do all that sidelines dance and stuff. But we celebrate each other um, and celebrate ourselves when we can. And every time Dwight hits a three or Javel hits a three or anybody gets a dunk um, or a basket, you know, we're having fun on the sidelines. And, um, you know, it shows. It shows, and I think everybody's loving it in the city of L.A. and throughout the, the country, Laker fans. Another thing that's cool about this experience, I'm sure it's helped. Mm-hmm. One, the one and only Kobe Bryant, yes. courtside. I think oh. he's done it twice this year already. And mm. I don't, if, I, if my memory serves me <coughs> correct, he's only been here twice in the past two years. Mm-hmm. So he's already matched his total. It's always, it's always great to see him, man. I think he's enjoying his retired life, retirement type of life, um, teaching his daughters the game, being around the game. And, going and appearing on different shows. Uh, I think he was on Jack's podcast, uh, Jack and Matt Barnes. Yep. Um, but it's always great to see all those guys courtside him. And then recently I got to see Jack Nicholson courtside. It was amazing, too. Uh, so many people courtside, and it never gets old. But to have a great like that, to say what's up to him and him, you know, treat me like family, like a brother, because I'm part of the Lakers now, you know, show love, give a big hug. Um, special, man, especially from a kid that grew up in Long Island, New York, watching this guy, one of the greats, and still looks up to him. Um, it's something you can't really get used to. You can start almost envision. You don't want to look too far ahead, but that yeah. would be a pretty cool moment if you get a ring, and you're in the back, and Kobe daps you up like, with his you. with his five. <laughs> yeah. Yo, what's up, young fella? All five rings on. Yeah. <laughs> I got my yeah. I got my one. Yeah. Two or Real quick mm-hmm. before we gotta go. Um, Hassan Whiteside, you played the Trailblazers. Yes. Remember, Big Perk came on the show. Yes. Talked about Hassan Whiteside. Mm-hmm. Did he say anything to you? Does he know about he the did, clip? He, I don't think he knows. He yeah. didn't say anything, but he did. He did play well. He played hard. He's been playing well as of late. Okay. And um, you know, he's just one of those guys. He's very talented, but people just don't think he's motivated. But um, I think just his game just looks that way sometimes. But he makes it look easy. And but he's a great. He's a good player. Um, and I'm sure when he comes, when they come here, I'll ask him about it and see if he has anything he wants to say himself on the show. Maybe. Oh. And maybe we will get. Perfect. Drake did reach out to me though about the clip. He did speak to me. He did? He did speak uh, to me. I forgot to tell you that. Danny, wait, you leave the good... Quickly, please. It wasn't important, man. What'd he yeah. say? He just, you know, he appreciated the fact that I, I backed him on the show. I'm okay. not going to say what else he said. I'm sure him and Perk have their whatever, but you had his little words he had to say about Perk, but then, you know, I appreciate you backing me. So, you know, always, are we family. We won a championship together. He was still, he was part of the team, even though he wasn't on the roster. He's part of the team. Yeah. And, you know, it'll always be that way, you know, forever. You can't take that away from us. Drake, inside the green room, El Segundo, California. (laughs) 
He's here quite often. Inside the green room, El Segundo, California, yeah. Spectrum Sportsnet Studios. Talk to Big Perk for us. <laughs> we'll be back with more Inside the Green Room with Max is Nice coming up next. We're back with Inside the Green Room. Yes. My guy, Max. Yes, sir. You know, he, uh, big fan, obviously, myself, many people um, in the basketball D. world. Likewise, um, You've been doing your thing, man. I appreciate you coming out. Obviously, you know, you... You're making, you're making some big moves, man. Tell us about your newest additions of things you've been doing. You told me about some stuff they have you doing a video game now. You're doing a person. Oh, yeah. So, um, are you allowed to talk about that? I mean, I don't, I, no, I think I'm, whatever, I'm just, I don't care. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> okay. Um, I was, uh, you know, I'm uh, the outside with NBA Live, you know. The, okay. Congratulations. You know, yeah. Nice. Uh, little influencer deal. And, uh, you know, they're not coming out with uh, NBA Live um, 21, but they're going to take take, take take this year off and really just, like, focus into the game mm-hmm. and just trying to be 2K next year and come out NBA Live 22 and just have the game, like... So they're, so they're taking off 20 and 21? No, nah, they, 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 they got 20 last okay, year. Okay, they got 20. So they're going to do 20, and, 21 off and then 22. Yeah. Okay. And we and we shot recently for 21, and, and, and you know, it's coming out next year. We already shot, so... Yeah, a lot of fun. It was dope. Yeah, it was dope. They had me do your impression. Okay. So. You know when they're gonna be playing? It's gonna, it's gonna be me. But it's gonna Wait, be so me. you're doing the impressions of the players in the game? Yeah. <coughs> so you got the whole bow-legged run as we saw yeah. earlier. Uh, I got the run, got the shot. They had, they had me shoot like a hundred shots. Oh, Danny Saint, I'm almost here. Like my they, shoulder hurt. They bro. got you working, huh? It had me working, but it is what it is. So tell us the life of an influencer and how how it yeah. how, how it starts, how it comes about, yeah. how is it now? Well, it's all about. How, how, I mean, how you take it, you know what I mean? It's, it's all about creating, you, you know, you brand yourself, a business, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I know I know a lot of influencers that, you know, just have followers and not make any money, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just, it's just it is. And also, you know, what lane you have, you know, the lane I chose is I'm so blessed, you know, I'm basketball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so big right now, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. Everybody loves basketball. Everybody loves, watches basketball, plays basketball. So, you know, my, my content is, is, is that. So when, 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 I, when I put it out, a lot of everybody sees it. Mm-hmm. I, I create my brand. I'm, I'm nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, go get your shirts. Yeah, go, go get your, go get your merch, man. Maxisnice.com. It's not hard to remember. On your Instagram right now, you have a fire LeBron impression. You have impressions oh, yeah. of a b- bunch of guys. Yeah. I'm wondering, <coughs> is there one player? Like Danny's a good sport, so you can make yeah, fun yeah. of him being bow-legged. He's cool yeah. with it. But there's one guy who was like, listen, Max, you're gonna have to chill with the imitations of me. There has to be one person who looked at you a little bit differently. That didn't like them person. didn't like it. Um, <clears throat> to be to be honest, I not nobody really like. I, not to be honest, no. Uh-huh. Either you know what I'm saying. I think um, I think one time um, I did <coughs> I did uh, I was I was with Lance Stevenson, mm-hmm. and um, you know Lance that's my boy. He loved all my videos. For me, <laughs> funny he funny as hell. And uh, I was with him, and then he was like, "Yo, yeah, um, me and Zoe was watching one of your videos he did on Zoe, and he." Like he he uh he was laughing, but he just looked mad. Like <laughs> and I was just like, and then I was like, for real, why he why was he mad? He's like, I don't know. Like he was laughing, but like I know Zo, so like he 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 looked mad, and I was just like, well, I don't know. Zo cool with me, so yeah. he, he didn't tell me nothing. Yeah, so I don't know. So how did you start? Who who like who put you on first? Like um, where well, did it like, come about? Well, I I was always like a character. You mm-hmm. feel me? Like and so when I every time I was in the court, you know what I mean? I always grew up like playing around like. You know, just doing, being a fool in the court. I'm, I'm, I'm nice, you feel me? But still, like, I'm so nice, I could just fool around, you feel me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so, I, and then I started, 
I, I, I always, I always been like imitating players, like with my friends. Like used to be like, yo, yeah, like yo, who's this? And I'll do it, and then we just like, you know, we just like go, go back and forth. I always have fun like that. And then, uh, and then you know, the social media wave came around. You know, uh, B dot, mm -hmm. uh, shout out B dot, shout out famous Lowe's, man. Um, I, I met them, and then. And then, and then when I was like, when I seen them start putting on the gram, I started putting on the gram too. So it started taking off Lowe's yeah. and B-Dot. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious, so are there players who hit you up mm -hmm. and, and they say, I want an impersonation, where's mine? Mm -hmm. You get requests. Um, yeah, one time Lance told me, he said, like, yo, family, when you going to do me, son? And I, was like, <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, yo, I got you, I got you. Chill, I got you, son. <laughs> And then, yeah, so that was when he, it was, it was in person, though, you know what I'm saying? They, I ain't really got no, like, requests on, like, on the DM like that. It usually just be a cool little talk. But, um, but yeah, when it was in person, Lance told me he needed one. I still ain't do Lance either, so, <laughs> yeah. That's dope. So yeah. when, when, Danny, when, you, when you did Danny's, Danny, when did you first see it? What was your impression? <clears throat> um, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, it um, did you, did you know Shaq, Danny before? Shaq posted it. Did yeah. you know Danny before you did it? Or, because um, if, if he knew you, it's one thing. But if you don't know him, like, hey, listen, man. I ain't even know a person, but on the gram, like, yeah. like okay. yeah, I, I think we had crossed paths yeah. randomly. I sent him some merch. I sent him some merch. Okay, yeah, and you then, smoothed um, it over first. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. listen, I, I might yeah. poke a little fun at your game. And I think <laughs> it was, like, I think it was some type of crossover between Puma events. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first time I did meet Danny. Yeah, yeah. so we did a Puma yeah. event. I think Shig, Shig might have been there. It was, it was, it was last all, year in Charlotte. All-Star break. Yep. So, yeah, we had crossed paths then and... From there, it was you know it was all love. Yeah, so yeah. I thought it was funny as hell. It was kind of spot on. Yeah. And I hate watching myself on TV because I know I look dumb when I run. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. And when I shoot, but and I can't help it at this point. It's too late. It's 32 years of. Oh, you gotta love it at it. this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, well, I'm, so I'm curious, uh, Max. Somebody in this, so in your lane now, it's become a thing. If you follow basketball. Follow basketball players, yeah. follow the basketball teams, and then anybody who follows basketball on Twitter, particularly Instagram, mm. they see people like you yeah. who are part of the fabric, the culture of basketball. Of How do you continue to work? I'm just, I'm so curious. What's the business model like in yeah. terms of monetizing your mm. likeness? Because obviously for Danny, it's easy to monetize. You have somebody to help you with that. Podcast, easy to monetize. With, How like, do you when like to yeah. post? How to post? I mean. No, you kind of just, when you kind of just learn that yourself about how, like, the gram work, you kind of mm -hmm. just, you know, you learn yourself and, like, when to post, how to interact, you know what I mean? It's all about, it's all about staying consistent and uh, relevant, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So, if Bron and AD are hot right now, I got to do Bron and AD video, you feel me? If, you know, you feel me, like, if they weren't hot, then I wouldn't do it, but um, it's all about being consistent and staying relevant. Yeah. So, so you have to do homework. You have to be, you have to be on top of watching games and studying yep. people, studying players. Yep. He might watch more basketball. Seeing than what's you. trending. Seeing what yeah, for sure. Does. I mean, I just be I be on the gram all day, sport right. pages. Obviously, I'm a big Laker fan. Like, mm -hmm. I watch Lakers all the time. Watch that play all the time. Be going to games. You know, it's it's, it's fun. And I basically, but basically, all my all my best videos is Lakers. Danny, mm -hmm. Braun. I ain't do AD. Yet. I'm gonna do AD though. <laughs> and um. When Zoe was playing for them, you feel me? It was all Lakers, and they all love it. You know what I'm saying? Laker has a, a big, a big fan base. So, that yeah. How long does it take you to get down a certain player, like especially somebody like maybe like Lonzo, who has a unique? Yeah, um, I kind of, I kind of like have the same sort of lazy game. Like I was like, like lazy game. Like <laughs> I was just too, it was too cool, too cool and stuff. So when I see like how Zoe move, you know what I mean? I kind of, I kind of play like that too. You know what I mean? 
So it was it was kind of Lonzo was my first video ever. Like it was mm-hmm. Lonzo was like one of first, my, my <laughs> best impressions that went viral. You know what I'm <laughs> so I just did that. It was, and then, it was easy for you too. Yeah, it was easy. I'm I, I'm good at I'm good at mannerisms. I'm good at the small things. I'm a hooper, so I I, I can I can catch everything that you feel me. I can catch the run. I can catch all Danny's you feel me releases and stuff. I can I can see all that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, I, and I don't have to watch it for long. I could just you can just kind of see what's going yeah. on. that's pretty dope. Man, you could when you watch it. Is that the same thing with? Everything you do, like, is there like certain I mean dance I mean, moves or cooking, or like you see? I mean, it, can I you... mean basketball is is that's my whole life. You know what I, mean? oh, okay. I, that's, I mean, that's always gonna be easier. Yeah, it's easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's but, always gonna be easier. But, but you're a quick learner. You could, if you visually yeah, see it, vis- you can yeah. you can yep. pick it up fast. Easy. Might have to. I might be curious to see you do like head coach one day. I did. I just did NBA coach. You like, did Doc. Oh. Didn't you do Doc? And, I did Doc. I did um I did uh Popovich. You do the did voice it. too, or just the mannerisms? Just the mannerisms. Okay. I did that. Okay, we gotta. I'm gonna have, we have to make a request list for next time. We will. I'm, I'm gonna put together a list. Of, I'm gonna put together. I just. I'm, I, I still gotta do. Uh, I, I got. I, I your jersey. I just ordered a jersey. From, I don't know from where, mm-hmm. but I just. I just got Danny's jersey. So video gonna be cut up like okay. after Christmas or something. Okay. We get an AD preview. Uh, right now. On the on on the to to, to set us home, take us home, an AD preview. Not, not yet. You can't put the art out there. Too. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I understand. They gotta be itching for it. They gotta be itching for it. Um, I'm gonna come up with a list. I'm gonna come up with a list of players that are not easy to do. Okay. And see, you know, how well he can adapt. And like I said, you gotta see the true talent by certain guys that people don't even know or watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the hardest person I really had to do was I did Lou Williams. That was hard because I was just it was hard coming from me. I don't know. That was the hardest one, but I got it down. Lou and and, uh, and Kawhi, mm-hmm. that was that was the hardest ones. But I feel like Kawhi wouldn't be too hard, but Lou just moves differently yeah. than anybody else on the NBA court. Yeah, I, I got I got Lou down there for sure. But it that was one of my longest videos I had to do. It took like thirty minutes. And and when I be recording, me I be having my brother and my cousin record, so we also be fooling around. We we never get to starting. <laughs> you feel me? We'll just be. We'll, we'll, I'll do a video and then we start playing one on one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just like that. So, it just, but that took me a while. I guess the fun thing would be if I was playing pickup basketball with you, right? Yeah. I'm like I'm not competitive anymore. Yeah. But it would be fun if you have to only operate as if you would. Player. Yeah. You'd only be player. Danny, and I could I only be that. like Kawhi or something like that. I used to like do that. that. Yeah. We, me, and my friends, me, well, me, my brother, and my cousin. Um, shout out Val, shout out Gene. I got y'all. <laughs> um, we used to like play 21 and be like, I pick a player, bro. <laughs> and then like I'll, I'll be like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. and they always going for like, oh, I'm, I'm LeBron or I'm Jordan. Play I'm, nothing, do nothing like him. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. just, still doing their own thing. But yeah, yeah like, but it, we, we'll do stuff like that. And it, that's, so I did that before. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw the, the most recent LeBron video. You had it down pat. You had the. I just posted one this morning too. You had the. Yeah, the the ball, the ball. Then, oh, all that. The yeah, ball. That's funny. and then I still don't. Underst- the beard is funny as hell too. And then I still don't understand Danny. Like LeBron always does this. He always puts his after yeah. a dime. He puts his hands under yeah. the jersey. Is that just a? What is he just it? got his own swag. I think um, yeah. if I had to guess, because I don't know, I didn't ask him. I don't mm-hmm. ask him these details. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I had to guess though. I think because he has a a shirt, has another shirt mm-hmm. under his shirt where mm-hmm. you can wipe off and get more grip on his hands. Mm. The jersey doesn't really wipe off as well. Ah, I see. Okay. So if I had to guess, I would say he's wiping his hands off either under the the tank top that's underneath or Mm -hmm. on his body. I don't know. Because the jersey, it doesn't give a good wipe off. Usually the jersey's sweaty, so you wipe and sweat on. Yeah. When you do Danny again, just make sure you get him picking up his knee pads. I'm really (laughs) I see it. I don't have knee pads anymore. 
Uh, I got rid of those. What you got? I didn't get rid of them, but I just <laughs> went to the full length. I'm still waiting for to find the long full length. Yeah. AD has them. Obviously, he knows a guy. <laughs> um, he has the full length with the knee pads. Oh, so AD's and, um, gonna hook you up? Well, we'll talk. I'll have a talk. But um, <laughs> I just did. I just did them without the knee pads right now. Just doing the full three quarter length. <clears throat> okay. Tights until my knee gets bu- usually busting. Until you bust your knee up again, then you go yeah. back to the pads for a couple games until it heals, and then yeah. so I'm doing full length tight th- tights right now. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Max, we appreciate you. You guys know where yeah, to follow man. him. Yeah. You probably know already. Read, Max rate, is subscribe, nice. Subscribe, review. Oh, well, hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. Max hold on, Danny. Hold on, Danny. You don't even forgot, boy. Get the Laker colors. Are you nice? Get the Laker colors. Are you nice, man? Go get your merch. I mean, that's a good question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually want to talk about that yeah. before we go. Okay. So, the purpose of just my brand, you know, it's more than, it's more than just a, a, a hoop term. You know what I mean? The way, the way I started, you know, I'm, I'm Max is nice. You know what I mean? I was, that's just like, I was being in my name. Oh, Max is nice. That's how I started. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I, I created Are You Nice? And I created I'm Nice. You feel me? Everybody, every hooper in their head thinks they're nice. You know what I mean? Dan, you think you're nice. You feel me? For the most part, you think you're nice. You know what I mean? I think I'm nice. Everybody in the world that hoops think they're nice. You know what I'm saying? In their own way. And so that's why I started the I'm nice and the Are You Nice? And it was funny. I never really thought about it like that. But um, you know my boy Pope KCP. Yeah. You know he um, you know how he started off. He started off pretty bad the first the first two games, and um he 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 had um he had told me like we we linked up after one of the games after after he played good. That like that third game, he 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 came out, he 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 did amazing, and uh, we linked up, and then he was just like, nah man, it's crazy. Like um, I woke up this morning and um, I had one of your Are You Nice shirts on, you know what I mean? And I was just like, I walk, I, you know, I was just walking the crib and I and I walked by a mirror, and I and I looked at myself and and I seen your shirt, hmm. and I was just like, like, are you nice? Like yo, what's up? Like are you nice? You feel me? Like you playing bad? Like are you nice? For me? What you here for? What you feel me? You been in the league for me? So he was like. So he was like, yeah, and then and then that whole I just had I had in my head, just stored in my head, like, yo, like I'm nice. You feel me? Like, let's His get approach it. Mm. Yeah, let's get it. So after then, I was like, yo, this is my brand is gonna be more than just a hoop term. It's for motivational purposes. Yeah, self <laughs> self empowerment. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back with more inside the green room. Hello and welcome back to Inside the Green Room with Danny Green. I'm Harrison Sanford. Handshake, please. And we have, oh, we have a handshake now? Two times. Don't mind us. We're working on things, Andre. Uh, Yeah, as you can see to my right, Danny, I believe this is the first time, not only do we have a a former NFL player on set with us. It is. It's the first time we had a Hall of Famer in any sport. That is, for sure. So... Sure. Thank you for coming on. Big ups, yeah. man. Yeah. Big ups. Coming on, awesome, man. man. Thanks for it's having me. It's an honor, me. man. A pleasure. Great. Having Thanks you for on. having me, and I'm the first. I hope, uh, hopefully, we can get some more of us. Yeah, we're working coming through. You guys are not too. There's not a lot of you guys around. Yeah. Not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. No. Uh, the first question that I wanted to ask you is, how would you compare? Obviously, you have a bunch of friends who are in the NFL. Mm-hmm. How would you compare how your life is different being in the Hall of Fame as opposed to? just another, not just another, but because it's still special, but another NFL player who's retired, but not a Hall of Famer. Contrast those likes for me. Well, for, for me, from my standpoint, I mean, I played football from my, when I started at seven years old until I, I was 37. So 30 years, every fall, I was banging heads and running up and down the field and catching passes and doing all that stuff. 
to be called a Hall of Famer after that, the difference is that's it. As far as like a retired player, they put in a work. There's guys that put in a work before me that I respect because I wouldn't have did what I did without them. So to be a Hall of Famer, that's just a, an accolade that it's not that you work for that, but it's something that's so hard to get that's been bestowed on you. You represent everybody else in the league that came through the league, and that's more than 25,000 players. It's the highest level. Uh. So you represent that. And so when I'm out, whatever, people just say, hey, Andre Reid, uh, yeah, you played a your Hall of Famer. Mm. And that kind of really, it, it's not that it doesn't put it in perspective, but it really does of what the game is about and what it stands for. Mm. Wow. I mean, you think you got a chance that, at the Hall it? of Fame, Danny? Uh, no, nah, no shot. <laughs> <coughs> no shot. But, uh, you know, can hope and dream and wish. And, you know, you never know. You never know. I might, you know, know somebody, pull some strings one day to sneak me in. But keep hitting I might make threes, it to go look at the Hall of Fame. I'll go look at the keep, – Keep hitting them threes. I might make it one right. day to go watch to see the people in there. But, uh, <laughs> but that's about it. I don't think my name will be in there. <laughs> that's about it. You know, the one thing Dave, that you have in common, uh, Hall of Famer, probably not a Hall of Famer, no offense, but mm-hmm. one thing that you guys do have in common, you do do work with the Boys and Girls Club. Awesome, yes. Andre, I know you're an uh, ambassador for it. Danny's done a lot of work with the Boys and Girls Club. Danny, if you could talk about what it means to you and Andre as well, can you talk about what it means to be an ambassador as opposed to versus what it just means to be there for a couple of events or so? Um, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for the Boys and Girls Club. Um, from the time I was seven, again, I go to seven years old. That's when I started going to the club, so I was like 15. I was there every day, and obviously what the kids have now, they have more access with computers and all that. We didn't have that. You went to the Boys and Girls Club after school to do your homework, read books, and get knowledge and learn the things that you need today. Respect, honesty, perseverance, uh, never giving up, which is perseverance. I learned all that not only from home, but inside the blue doors of the Boys and Girls Club. And just like Shaq is a big ambassador for the Boys and Girls Club and Jennifer Lopez and Cuba Gooden Jr., I guarantee you if you sit down and talk with them, well, tell me one thing about you and when you were younger that really resonates in your life right now that you can attribute to the person you are and what you became, they'll say the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Um, I never really grew up in, in it. I never uh, got the chance to or opportunity to, when I was younger, uh, actually be a part of it personally, myself, um, beside the fact, other than the fact of us, our high school would play in their gym sometimes. We had some scrimmages there. We'd go there. I think we played. I think they might have had a team or something um, high school-wise that we played called Boys and Girls Club. Uh, pretty good. But um, um, since leaving New York, um, I've always tried to find ways to give back to the community from where I grew up, you know, from the area that I'm in. And also the, the communities near my school and, you know, obviously in, in inner city youth. Yeah. And, um, you know, they asked me to, it was just an honor and a pleasure to be on board of anything, um, you know, in New York. But they asked me to be on board and actually help and do some things. And I've gotten the opportunity to do many cool things with the kids at the Boys and Girls Club in New York and other places too. Um, but, you know, taking them to movies, doing this and doing that. Um, and just seeing how creative those kids are and how much, you know, they love doing what they do and, and how much they learn. Um, so, uh, you know, it's been a great partnership everywhere I've gone. 
um, even in San Antonio, um, and everywhere I've hopefully going, um, hopefully continue that. And we've had a great partnership with bringing some of those kids to camp, um, to my camps. I do camps every summer. We usually do a tour. We did a tour in Texas. We did one in Canada. Uh, we always do one home in New York, and then one in North Carolina. Where I went to school. Um, so that we always have kids come to camp. We always try to invite as many boys and girls club kids we can uh, on sponsorship or on scholarship uh, to build ten camps. <clears throat> and um, it was a big part of you know giving back for me and what we do in summertime and and said so just trying to build up the community of where we we've come from. And I said he was in it. I never, but I know a lot of my friends that were in it and around it all, all the time or new people in it. Um, so it was a big part of our culture growing up. Danny, I know obviously you guys have subconnected fiber, being former athletes. Mm -hmm. Danny, you had a, as we were talking about Andre's career, I know you wanted to ask him a certain question. I wanted to ask a couple questions, actually. Go ahead, bro. But the certain question you're talking about, we'll wait to the end. Okay. Good stuff. It's your floor Um, now. (laughs) I heard you've acted in some some movies before. Well, I've uh, dabbled a little bit in a couple of the shows. Uh, I met Peter Lenkoff, who's the producer of, of MacGyver and... Hawaii Five-0 and okay. brought those shows back from the old school um, and did a couple cameos in there uh, on his show last year and the year before. I'm actually, okay. next week, I'm going out to Hawaii again to do Magnum P.I. So, wow. Um, they, they shoot in Hawaii? Yeah. That, that's so, that's got to be nice. It's, it's pretty cool to do. It's it's a lot different in sport, no doubt about it. Did you have to, I'm sure it is. Did you yeah. have to take any classes? How? I'm a big movie buff, and I'm no. big on the... No? No, just... Uh, yeah, I figure, you know, you go on what you used to do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I played in front of 70,000, 80,000 people, and uh, it's a lot different. But, um, you know, we revert back to what we know best mm-hmm. when we do things. And I figure, you know what? I'm just going to be myself, and whatever character I'm playing, I think I'm a character in my own way. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> um, it, it's another challenge to do. And, and believe me, it's, you know, doing that kind of stuff is time. You know, you're on a time schedule. Like mm-hmm. you can't be messing up and messing up and messing up. Hey, man, that's 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 kind of like that's money. Yeah. So you got to have your lines, whatever you're doing. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go next scene. Yep. So, would you say it was fun? What was the best part about it? And was it like a fun thing? Um, Is it something that you're interested in doing a lot more moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to do some more of it. I mean, mm-hmm. um, I just think it's a different, you know, spectacle. It's a different spectrum for me. Mm-hmm. And we all think we acted, you know, in the, in, our, in the shower and we could sing and we could do all that stuff. This, this is a lot different, but uh, what's different about it is, again, is the time. And, and then on some of the sets I've been on in the past two years, you see some of the people that you saw on TV, you know, that they, you know, on Hawaii Five-0 and MacGyver and all that. So, uh, and it's, you're out of your element, really. You know, you're out of your element and you have to kind of bring that into play that, oh, well, I'm out of my element, but... I still got to be me, and I got to act like not only I've been there before, but I kind of acted like I was on the football field, and then I was all right. Mm. Yeah. Danny, I'm looking forward to your first cameo. <laughs> I, I am too, actually. I'm looking. No, I, I'm not. I'm not making fun. So you're. Yeah. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to be okay. So it was like uncomfortable at first. You had to get more comfortable. Yes. And then other people, they make you feel comfortable. With other actors and actresses. That's, that's a great question. They did, and. Um, <clears throat> They just said, be yourself and just... Anybody give you a hard time? No, not really. Anybody not like really. I think stickler or like, you know, get no, your, I think you get that in the get locker room. Get his lines man. right. You know, in the locker rooms, <laughs> okay. you get the sticklers, you got your guys in the locker room. Mm-hmm. You know, NBA locker rooms are, I think they're probably a little different than football. 
even though they're both aggressive sports, mm-hmm. but football, man, it's <laughs> you got to have some thick skin, bro. Yeah, testosterone. In. Oh, testosterone gosh, boiling. yes, you do. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Uh, as you guys talked about locker rooms, Danny, you had, you've had experiences, mm-hmm. and I don't know if anything pales in comparison to what your finals experiences mm-hmm. to Andre's. Mm-hmm. I know you, you were curious in regards to how I was, you managed I was. that. Um, so I've played in a couple NBA finals. I've been to three, and I've been lucky enough to actually have, a, have two and one. So Two and one. Um, I've been lucky enough to win a couple. Um, you've been to four. Super Bowls, not NBA four, finals. Yes, four Super Bowls. And didn't win. And didn't win. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Well, how old were you when the first one happened? How did you uh, take 1990, um, played the Giants, your team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I was what, 26. How, how did... How was that year for you? How did you cope with it? Uh, the losing or just getting there? Or both. Right? All the, I all think the um, we all grow up as little kids wanting to be somebody, mm-hmm. wanting to be something. Um, I wanted to be a football player. I wanted to play in a Super Bowl. I wanted to do this and do that. And to be on that stage is something, you know, I took it as something that you work for, but it was, it was a different feeling. Mm. And to play in front of not only the fans at the stadium, but you're playing in front of millions of people that are watching it on TV mm-hmm. in countries you, you don't even ever even heard of. So I think I accomplished that when I when that happened. Now the losing part, you win some, you lose some, but you learn a lot. Mm. And I think uh, losing builds character. Winning can build character too. It can break down character. And I think I've learned a lot about life from those four games that I played in the Super Bowl. Do you think each one each one was different in yeah. terms of how you cope, how you, I guess, embrace the moment and the experience? Mm-hmm. Do you think, like, the first one, because you were so young and you were just happy to be there, you're experiencing it, it's like, oh, it's what I've dreamed of my whole life. Um, how many years were you in the NFL at that point when you got to your first Super Bowl? Um, five or six years. So I was, like, right at the peak Mm-hmm. I started doing after that, I started doing this. Okay. So um, then you were like, okay, this is my... I was my, like, dude, this is the ultimate. This is my uh, Let's coming get back out there party. again. Let's get back there again. So Let's you were excited about it. And then after, exactly. the, after the second loss, do you think it was like, you know... I mean, yeah. I think, um, you know, in the offseason, it was all about, okay, how, what are you guys going to do this year to get back to that game to try to set the record straight and set it right and win? And then we came back that third time. We were like, yeah, this is it this year. Um, we've been here twice now, third time's a charm, and we end up losing that one. So we're like, well, what's going to happen next year? Are we going to lose some guys or, mm. you know, free agency, all this other stuff is going to happen? Got back there again. There was 31 other teams I wanted to be in that position, mm-hmm. and they couldn't beat us. So although we didn't win on that day, and that's, you know, you won two NBA championships, that's the ultimate for, a, for an athlete is to, to be a champion. Mm. Um, I would never write down and say, well, I don't feel like I'm a champion because of that. Mm. That's just for the media and for all those people to say. They've never been there. They never. They don't know what I go through. So I'm a winner regardless, win, lose, or draw. Would I love to win? Yes. Because it wouldn't have been for me. It would have been for the whole city of Buffalo and all, you know, all my teammates. But it didn't happen that way. So you just move on and you, you try to conquer, conquer something else. Do you think 
because, you know, how you lose also affects you differently. In of each course, one of those yeah. games, were any one of those games where you felt like we had them or we should have won that, or it was like you were up and then you lost at the end or something? Well, really the first one against the Giants, we lost by a field goal oh, that in was the last 18 seconds. Now, would that have propelled us to get to three more or not? That's mm. neither here nor there. You know, we don't know. Second one, we kind of – and mind you, through all these four games, we played in so many games. Mm-hmm. We played in more games in a three-, four-year span than anybody in the history of the league at that time, mm-hmm. over 100-some games. After the second one, it was like, well, we didn't play good. It's not that we didn't show up. I think we were just a tired football team. Mm-hmm. Redskins were a better team that day. Um, we had to be on, on point to beat them. Came in the third year against Dallas. Dallas was probably the number one team, had the number one offensive line. You know, Emmett, Troy, uh, Michael Irvin, they had a pretty good defense. Um, turned the ball over too much. Uh, that was the fourth one. The one that we thought should have won was probably the first one against Dallas in Atlanta. Hmm. We're winning at halftime, and we came out, gave the ball up, and against a team like Dallas or whoever's in the Super Bowl, and the playoffs are coming up. You turn the ball over, it's probably going to be points. So, out of all four of them, probably that third one was the one I thought that we really, you know, this is it. Because we were winning at halftime, we felt good about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just made too many, too many mistakes in the second half and against Dallas, yeah. What has changed from your era of wide receiver, or maybe, maybe it's a little bit more drastic now, is the diva wide receiver. Um, obviously, you, you didn't have too many crazy outbreaks, nothing at least like Antonio Brown. I don't know if that's an outbreak, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a little if, more than If you had the opportunity to talk to An- Antonio If Brown. anybody had the opportunity to talk to him. <laughs> um, you know what? We're athletes, championship athlete. Being humble is easy to say but hard to do. Having humility, easy to say, hard to do. And when you give a player with social media and all this other stuff, a a format and a platform, and there's no stipulation on it, that's when you get in trouble. Mm. And I think Antonio Brown not only is a a great football player, he's an asset to any team. I think that those two words, those two words, humility and being humble, that's the reason why he's not playing right now. Would you have any advice for him as Um, well as – other other young wide receivers he mentioned, Michael like Thomas, Odell. Odell. Um, that's... Uh, I think you, you things happen to you when you're an athlete. We're either right or wrong. you got to adjust to it. Um, and hopefully he's sitting down wherever he's at. You know, I think he should get off social media, mm-hmm. stay off of that, work on himself, and get back in this league and play like he knows how to play. He keeps saying he wants to get there, but you got to cut all this other stuff out and get back on the team. So easier, easier to say Easiest. things yeah. than to do them. All, exactly. All yeah. And now people just want to see him show it, show and prove. Right? Yeah. Danny, are you familiar with Bill's Mafia? No. So Ooh. do you remember? Do you remember? Okay. What's that? You, you know, like the ta- you know table you know table matches in wrestling. Mm-hmm. So during Bill's tailgate tailgates, <coughs> people slam each other on the tables. On tables. Okay. While they're drunk. Okay. So and, and this is a pregame tailgate activity. Okay. It's a ritual. Andre, as uh, one of the greatest Bills of all time, what's going on here? And can you curtail? Yes. Or are you letting it ride? 
It's it's part of their persona, man. Bills Mafia, that's what they call it. Okay. Bills Mafia. So you you, t- you forgot one thing. They jump off of Winnebago's on there the tables, so, and then they pick people up and slam them on a the table. <laughs> after w- they've the been warm up. Yeah. WWE, huh? Yeah, <laughs> WWE stuff. Yeah, yeah. After they've been squirted by ketchup and mustard in the face. So crazy fans. But you know what? One thing about the Bills fans, they're proud of it. They show up strong no matter what the weather is. It could be snowing, sleeting, you it's couldn't see in front there. of your face. There's been games where I couldn't see 10 feet in front of my face. And they're going to be there regardless. The most loyal fans, I think, in all the sports. There ain't no fair-weather fans there. Mm. See, out here in L.A., all these teams here, there's a lot of fair-weather fans. <laughs> we were just talking about that earlier. A lot um, of fans that want to switch we, we and keep going fans. to different places. Our, we, yeah, we love our fans, and they're great. But, but, they are yeah, there's spoiled, some great fans here. spoiled at times. <laughs> Do you wish you ever got the opportunity to play for a major market city like but, that, like Dallas? Cowboys, you know what? Steelers. Well, not to You know, I played with like, Thurman like, Thomas, Bruce Smith, like America's Jim team. Kelly. I played with Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. That could have been in any city. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened it was in Buffalo, New York. Um, that's, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. I would have loved to play in L.A. or love to play in Chicago in a bigger city, New York. Mm-hmm. But maybe I wouldn't have had the success I had mm-hmm. and had those kind of players with me. So I'll just stay where I am. Got you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've had a Hall of Fame career, so how many regrets can you really have? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all gravy from here. Yeah. Uh, before we go, a quick analysis for me, because obviously on top of doing some acting appearances, you've also, I know you've done some football analyst work as well. Mm-hmm. The Chargers, how would you evaluate their season? And then, real, and then more importantly, the Rams after going to the Super Bowl. See, you were able to go back. The Rams mm-hmm. could even get back into the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. How would you evaluate those two seasons? Well, the Chargers right now, I think, uh, you know, they're, it, it's not that they don't, you know, every, every team has an identity. Mm-hmm. And it could be one player that is part of the whole identity of the team. Um, you know, with the Lakers, LeBron's the identity, and then A.B. and, you know, Danny and KCP, they're, they're, they're just the soldiers around. And we need those soldiers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chargers right now, they're trying to find an identity. And NFL is a quarterback-driven league. And I'm not saying that, you know, Phillip Rivers should retire or whatever like that. But the guys got more yards, more touchdowns. And I mean, I think there's only three other guys, Rodgers, uh, Breeze, um, Roethlisberger, maybe close to him as far as stats. But you're measured by getting your team to a Super Bowl, and that's what he wants to do. So if it's not with San Diego, and, and they're talented. They're very talented. Keenan Allen's a great receiver. They got a pretty good defense. Um, they're um, they're just looking for one or two guys, man, that can just flip that script and get them over the next hump. And and as far as the Rams go, it's like it's hard to get back to. It's hard to play in one Super Bowl and get get the two, or three, or four. You know, Danny's had a has a relationship with Todd Gurley. Um, Great dude, man. Yeah, Todd's good. Cool Great guy. dude. Hopefully, they could turn it around here and we for could sure. do a Lakers. Then the Rams. Yeah, it would be nice, man. I'm number faith in my guy. Yeah. Yeah. Real good guy. Andre, we appreciate you coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you. Man. Appreciate it, man. And do what love, I really man. appreciate. It's been a pleasure, love, man. Pleasure. Man. Yes. Hall yes. of Famer. Shake yeah. Hall of Famer's hand. Yeah. yeah. I'm happy. Read, rate, subscribe, as, review. As much as I would have <laughs> yeah. loved to see the gold jacket, thank you for not flossing too hard on us. <laughs> I've, I've been to many places. I was going to go on a golf course one time with it, but I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hold this while I tee off now? <laughs> <laughs>